Ignition go. He does that sometimes. This is the stuff that I wonder if you cut out that you don't always cut out. Sometimes I do. That's okay. Yeah. Sometimes I don't. That's okay too. Welcome to Easy Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. <laughs> I'm Laura. Greetings, programs. I'm Adrian. Uh, it's a full house, folks. It's all four of us again. Uh, Laura's got back from vacation. And Aunt Becky's in jail. Oh. And Aunt Becky deserves it. <laughs> uh, so look, this is going to be an interesting episode. Already we're off to a great start. <laughs> That's what I'm here for. <laughs> uh, I'm going to blame Adrian on this one. Why? Oh, yeah. I forgot we're fighting. We're not supposed to be in the same room. Oh, well. Wait, what? Guess we're done fighting. Yeah. Yeah, you didn't know the whole time. The The joke was that I'm here the weeks you aren't because we're fighting. Yeah, if you listen to the podcast, that you're not <laughs> I don't listen. Yeah, it was <laughs> a test. I don't listen to the podcast when I'm not on the podcast. According to me, exactly. nothing. This, and, is, this is proof. You yep. didn't know what she's talking about. I missed one. <laughs> No, you've, you've alternated a lot. A you've missed a few. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it just happens to be that Laura's back from vacation. She still doesn't have to work tonight because she's still on vacation, technically. So, yeah, I wasn't sure if I'd be asleep right now. But since I'm not, hey, I'm I, here to drag down the podcast. You've, you've been awake for, what, 48 hours or so straight at this point? And not straight. I've taken a lot of naps. Okay. Still not any, like, sleep sleep. Yeah, I on the plane I tried to watch Doctor Strange. It's like a two-hour movie. It took me six hours to get through it, and I kept going back and going back and trying to figure it out. But the first one or the new one? The first one. Okay. Yeah, because I'm I'm rewatching all of the MCU in a special order, and you... I was to the point where it was Spider-Man, Homecoming, and Doctor Strange, and they were both on the in-flight movie. So. So yeah, that that's what happened, and that's how you've had very little sleep in part. Yep. Uh, but yeah, it's all four of us, so it's. You know, let's call it quits. Let's call it super short and just be done now. But, well, we'll but see, I, we'll I did some week. research. Good night, everyone. Let's talk about Clayton Cole. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> well, well, let's not talk about specifically about him. But um, so this week we're going to be discussing the graphic novel Civil War to prove that Jared was wrong, and within that, as if we had any doubt, I will I prove I'm right. Uh, <laughs> and with that, it starts off with a bunch of. D-list, possibly E-list superheroes. Are they even on a list? Like I think yeah, I've never heard of them before. Oh, they're on. A I list. have before. They're on a list, a, kind of a hit list at that, <laughs> a certain point. Um, but like, oh, bunch of no names. So Adrian's like, hey, let's talk about the B-list characters. Like, okay, first of all, those guys aren't B. They're la- lower down the letters. I even think uh, one of them, maybe Song Girl or one of them, in the house was like C-list characters. Right. They're not even. They're like. One of them makes a crack about it. They are very low on the totem pole. Uh, uh, so we're like, well, let's talk about some other characters that are low on the totem pole, but not just heroes. Uh, villains can shine-ish, too, and we'll go from there. Ooh, shiny. So, Laura, since you mentioned your first one already, why don't you go ahead and tell us a little bit about them? Okay. Um, back in around 2015, if Google's treating me right, um, they introduced this new character named Clayton Cole. And he was supposed to have been a co-student with Peter Parker back in the Midtown High days. And he got really enamored with Spider-Man and thought that he helped him in some way. I forget exactly how, but he thought that he was like Spider-Man's man in the chair. And that they were best friends and all this stuff. Like he built up this big scenario of how he was Spider-Man's like right-hand man. And... Later, like, that got crushed because it absolutely wasn't true. 
And one thing I I like the idea about Clayton Cole's character because he starts he controls sound and I always think that's interesting when people can like harness sound to break things or use it for a force like because sound is a powerful thing but what always upset me was the retconning of putting him into the past when he never was there like I hate that part of it and at some point also later on when they got into Parker Industries they they used that retconned information and Peter found Clayton down on his luck after like he'd been arrested because at some point when he realized he wasn't really Spider-Man's right-hand man he'd turned to crime and gotten caught and yada yada and so he had a criminal record and he couldn't get a job and when Peter had Parker Industries he found Clayton and said oh well you need to be my help now because I can I can I can help you you can help me like let's Let's you, work together. You are a genius. You yeah. just went the wrong yeah. path, and I helped fix that and lift you up sort of thing. Yeah. Sorry I'm stumbling over this a little bit. I thought I was going to be able to read my notes better, but I'm doing a bad job. Yeah. You've had as, a lack of sleep. Usual. You're good. Yeah. I haven't drank enough. But so he gives him, Peter Parker gives him this job at Parker Industries, but then this refers to Civil War II, which I also thought like part of... When I was thinking about what was going on and I realized this refers to Civil War II, I was like, oh, that seems timely. So that's one reason to talk about this guy at and all. And specifically Civil War, the number two, not Civil War also. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah. I don't remember him in there. Yeah, it's very small, very vague. Um, it's more about Ulysses. Do you remember him being a character in Civil War, the number two? Roman numeral two. Civil War two wasn't very Deuce. good, so it's okay. No. Yeah. I don't remember much about yeah, it. Yeah, I I forgot all about it until they mentioned this, and I wouldn't remember except Ulysses, Ulysses was was the the fortune teller, the, the yeah the kid that yeah, the yeah, kid yeah. that could see the future that caused the whole issue. Yeah, of... yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that the the only reason I remembered Civil War Deuce ever existed was because that got, kid's name was unique, and they mentioned his name in this reference, and I was like, oh yeah, that guy. But um, Ulysses had a vision that Clayton would betray Peter Parker. And because Clayton overheard Ulysses say that that would happen, then Clayton got it in his mind that, oh, no one trusts me, no one believes me still, even though Peter put me in this position, I'm going to do it. So it's like, wait, was he really going to do it? Or did he do it because he heard about it? And it's like that whole, the whole Civil War idea, like... Are we really? Like, are we in control of it, or are we influenced by? Right, it's like, the destiny of. Oh, can can you really see the future? Because if you do, then where does free will come into play? Because yeah. if you're seeing the future, then no matter what, that's what's going to happen. Or yeah. can you change it? Well, and then Civil War Deuce. For I would call it Deuce because it did drop a big old Deuce. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. um, it was awful. But they they oh well we can see the future now we can change it okay but if you can change it, that means it's not really the future so that means we can't necessarily take whatever he's saying to be true because it's definitely not the truth it's a possibility of the future sure but, yeah. but it's not a guarantee take the multiverse into account yeah then it works just fine then everything right that was, just, that was where the civil war factions <laughs> sure. fell in though of like well but we can see it as a possibility and the other guy's like well a possibility doesn't mean it's guaranteed like you're just manifesting it because you saw it versus it actually happening organically sure and that's all provided of course that somebody could actually see the future yeah uh, you doubt ulysses Wibbly wobbly timey wimey. <laughs> yeah, Civil War Deuce and had Ulysses that could do stuff with sound. 
But yeah, I'm pretty sure. Did he yeah. have a superhero or, name? Wait, no. Or, Ulysses, Ulysses didn't. Uh, uh, your guy. Clayton. Uh, Clayton Cole. Yeah, Clayton Cole. His name was Clash. Clash. The, that's right. The yeah, that sound. was his yeah. name. I always keep wanting to call him Soundwave. But I was like, no, that was someone else. <laughs> that. that was a Transformer. Yeah. Well, and did they have another sound guy in comics in Marvel? Oh, yes. I mean, there's tons. Of- like, well, there's like the Living Laser. It was like, and there's had another person that does like specifically Soundwave. Uh, there's Banshee from the X Men. He was actually on my list. I'm thinking about. Um, there's a guy that has like a Uncle Phil from Spider Girl. Sorry. I'm still thinking of someone else that had okay. it was like a pink suit. Oh. Oh. And they oh. had like a gauntlet thing on their hand, like tuning forks also. Or something. I'll look yeah. it up. Yeah. You're going to have to Google. Tuning fork. Miss Fork. Uh, guy or girl? It, it was a guy. Oh. Sorry. When I hear pink, I immediately think girl because I'm racist. It might be Wait, lightish that's red. Not it, it might yeah. be lightish red also. I'm not yeah. sure. Do not. Anyway. Just one gauntlet? I think so. Oh, um, yeah, the claw. Is it claw? Claw. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm not he's crazy. He's pink. Okay. I didn't know claw no, was pink. No, he is more. He he has a metal antenna for him. That's what it is. And his suit is very pinky. Right. Yeah. Okay. Pinkish red. Oh. Salmon, if you would. But okay. Not, yeah. Okay. So I, thank you. I was like, I knew there's someone. And but. he would actually use the sound to create. Like a hand that would grab things. That's why he was the claw. But the power came from, from sound. sound. Right. Okay. Thank you. I, I was like, I know there's someone else that can manipulate sound. That's that why, actually had a full costume too. That's why um, in the movies he was very aptly named uh, Claw because that is who he's playing. But he's very manipulative, so he he uses people and places them. He was at, also like uh, chess pieces. He was also in the Avengers arcade game. He was one of the villains in that. I have it over there. I'm pretty sure he was one, oh. of, the, one of the villains in the Avengers, either Avengers yes. or the X-Men game. I feel like he might be level one or level yeah, two. Like yeah, like a super low, because that's how low level he is. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, <laughs> the very beginning, and no one really cares about him. So, hey, there's my prompt to uh, non-A-list characters, The Claw. I forgot <laughs> their name completely. The Claw. Look yeah. at The Claw is coming for you. Yeah, when I was trying to think of characters, I was like, oh, man, I should do some non-Spider-Man. And the more I thought about it, I was like, the whole reason I don't know any from any other comic book is I don't read them, so I don't hear about them. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, for a second I was like, oh, that little girl from Batman. And I was like, the animated series, not a comic book. And I was like, maybe the Mr. What? Freeze. Who? There's this little girl that I refer to all the time to Alex. Um I didn't mean to, Batman. Like she, she was, that was her catchphrase. She was a like a silent movie star that was like a little girl. Oh, yeah, she had like yeah. some debilitating disease that right. kept her. Or she was young. She had Michael Jackson syndrome, where she always thought she was like a twelve-year-old girl, even though she was like forty at that point. And she would go like switching. Mm-hmm. She was crazy. I mean, villain. So yeah. yeah, that's what we always reference her to. So yeah, but she's definitely sealess. Like she's got no powers. She was just a. Crazy person. Crazy. A lot of Batman's villains, they're crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, moving on. Jared, who's a non-A-lister on your list? Uh, the first one that came to mind for me was Roy Harper. Uh, the original Speedy, he was Green Arrow's protege, sidekick, and he was one of the founding members of the Teen Titans. Um, during the Neil Gaiman run, he was uh, – DC was doing their uh, – don't do drugs campaign and he was addicted to heroin and there's a very, very basically a red arrow 
Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, he, he later took he, the name later, Red Arrow. Yeah, later does. But, oh, really? Um, yeah. <laughs> he yeah. was speedy and then turned into Red Arrow. Yep. It was after and Infinite Crisis. At, well, he was Arsenal for a little bit. I was about bit. to ask. Yeah, he was but also. he was yeah. um, Red Arrow there for a bit when uh, the Justice League kind of reformed after Infinite Crisis. Instead of choosing Green Arrow, they choose Red Arrow. And uh, during Cry for Justice, before he has a, a daughter, Leanne, with a supervillain, and I can't remember who it is. Cheshire, maybe? I don't remember. But uh, uh, during uh, Justice League Cry for Justice, he gets his arm ripped off by Prometheus and his daughter gets killed. So he's had a very rough week in that. And uh, he becomes Arsenal again after that and very, very hardened and I'm going to kill everybody type of character. Where does he get an arm? So... Uh, it's comic get another... books. It's a okay. he gets okay. a cybernetic arm. Oh, okay, yeah. So uh, I can't they, remember. They bucky him. Yeah, I can't remember exactly how he gets his arm. It could be Cyborg, who was a okay. Teen Titan. I don't remember for sure, but uh, he's had a means. really good, you know, story arc. You know, when they relaunched uh, New Fifty Two, they was, did. That was uh, when they did Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yeah, Red Hood and the Outlaws, which he I don't know if you remember if he was a, originally a part of it because it was Jason Todd. Uh, Starfire, and I think he was. There I think the he was the third one. Yeah, I think he those 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 so, three. And I remember the first. I'm gonna have to reread those, but uh, the first, you know, the first two maybe run two runs, first twelve issues yeah, ish really were good. pretty good. It dropped off. Yeah, because I think they got a different creative team. But, I, but of his names, Arsenal's the best one by far. Oh, definitely. Speedy. Definitely. Oh, are you a Flash person? No. Right. No. Oh. Well, he was addicted to drugs. Well, so. <laughs> there yeah. we go. Yeah. I thought that's uh, why they called him Speedy. Or Red Arrow because you wear red and you shoot arrows. How and lame of a name. It's All just right. a playoff of Green Arrow. Right. No. Nope. Which Arsenal. is also a lame name. Like, oh, you're yeah. green. They did it with all the other lanterns, though, during... With with violet and red and orange and all yeah, those. but that was a good story arc that they produced also <laughs> from and they committed enough to having multiple colors versus no we have green and we have yeah. red no other arrows exist but they kind of played off of the old slogan in brightest day and blackest night no evil sure. shall escape my sight you know they did the blackest night and the war of and they all had you know, their own little slogans yeah yeah heck yeah yeah. I, Arsenal was the best name yeah. by far. Talk yeah. about an army of B-listers, though. All those other lanterns. It's like, eh, who cares? There's a couple that became somewhat A-listers, but sure. not. Guy, Kyle. Yeah, well, I, I consider them B-list. Sure. Myself. <laughs> um, I would say John Stewart and Hal Jordan. Those oh, are your yep. A-listers. Sinestro. Sinestro's A-lister. Um, Kilowog. B-list. B-list. At least. If not I can't think of the name, but the Red Lantern, the cat. Uh, was that um, Daxstar? Or? That could. That sounds right. Maybe. Uh, but that's a B-list right. character, but that was one of the best ones. He's just got, an angry house cat. House cat turned into a Red Lantern. Yeah. Dex. Dexstar. 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 Yeah. And then there's so. the whole living planet that was the Lantern. Oh, uh, yeah. No, no, this one's Oa. Oh, what am I thinking? You're thinking of Ego, uh, Ego? from yeah. Marvel. No, there's, no a there's a Mogo, but I can't remember what that's from. I don't I think have to that's. Look it up. I don't know, but yeah, um, he had a real, Roy Harper had a really good run yeah, in Titans. Planet. Is it? Mm-hmm. I don't okay. remember that one. So many planets out there. Yeah, they should form Still an alliance. Still DCU or DC? Yeah, yep, mm-hmm. okay. Is it? Yeah. Okay, I don't remember that one very uh, well, but uh, yeah. 
Roy Harper, uh, his some of his Titans run stuff was really good. Um, he wasn't in there much when Jeff Johns relaunched the Teen Titans back in the early two thousands, like the best Titans run. But uh, he shows up quite often in anything Titans related, and it's always really good. And they just named the Titans Academy after him, the Roy Harper, uh, whatever Titans Academy thing. The school for real tiny yeah, people, something like that. So. A school for former drug addicts. There you go, something like that. All right, the speedy recovery school for drug addicts. There we go. <laughs> That's the winner right there. <laughs> you know what's interesting is some of these best team ups are made up of like these B list, C list characters. You oh, know yeah. why? Right? Even the Avengers were back in the day. Those oh all yeah were doing poorly as single issue. Yeah. As single books, single named titles. And then they were like, hey, let's put them together on a team and see if we can make some money. Holy cow. But you also have writers that are like, okay, no one gives a crap about these characters. I'm going to do whatever I want. I'm going to make this guy funny. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to do this. Guy Gardner, he was very sarcastic and Mm -hmm. everything like that in Justice League run. Then he had Blue Beetle and Booster Gold alongside him you know it made a great dynamic sure so. mm-hmm. well and team books work because okay say you like captain america uh jerry you like iron man uh laura you like well but he's i'm thinking about founding members of avengers say mm-hmm. you like the hulk for some reason spider-man wanted to be a founding I, member but he missed it by that much. and i liked ant-man but four of us combined okay that's not that's one book you know divided up it doesn't but no when one, our powers come, but when everybody buys them, okay. Well, now I'm gonna buy with all these characters. Now you're gonna buy with all those. You're gonna buy with all those. Right. So okay, instead of crappy small bunch of crappy sales, we had one book that has yeah. better sales. Makes up for that. Yeah, and putting those characters with your A list characters at times really help that character along. Like uh, Elongated Man, I didn't give a crap about him. He's DC's Mr. Fantastic. Well, one He's of probably one, one of the longest of, running one members of, of yeah. the Yeah. So, I get that There joke. you go. Actually, Elongated Man may have been created before Mr. Fantastic. There's also Plastic Man. Plastic mm-hmm. Man, yeah. Oh, that's who I'm yeah. thinking of, I think. But Elongated Man, that was, you know, he really didn't do a whole lot. He was always there, good team-ups. He had some good team-ups, but it wasn't until Identity Crisis when his wife gets murdered that he was really oh, in the right. forefront. You know, so it's like that was my first real, you know, idea of Elongated Man. And like I didn't care before that, but then I did after. So mm-hmm. putting him with those other heroes was a good thing. I do like it when they finally get us to care about these characters that we never would have thought of at all. I guarantee you that Harley Quinn was not expected to be as popular as she is today. Oh, yeah. no. When they put her in the Batman animated series. No. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, cool. Just another fun character for the Joker to be running around with to give Batman, you know, problems Catholic, in the night. Yep. And uh, that's oh, it, it had, you know? Like, had and a I love perfect the... name alongside Joker, Harley. Exactly. Yeah. Right. You know. But it's, it goes along with the whole, like, the evolution of these characters where it's, wow, it never would have expected that the Avengers would have taken off i guarantee you nobody would have thought of that yeah a character i thought about talking about was from the spider-man hunted series and they had those dot hu books in between hunted that were like little diving into more history of some of the different characters who were released into the like cravens um yeah hunters the trap yeah 
And one of them was the Gibbon, and like no one knew who the Gibbon was, I, and they gave, gave all this backstory. That was like maybe yeah, ten was, years ago? No, not ten, that was like, like five, four or five years ago. Yeah, because it was the previous run of this current. I think it's two generations ago now. It was yeah. when Dan Slott was still writing it. Yeah, it do you think it was, it was towards the, the tail like, end of Dan, Dan Slott's run? Yeah, but it was right after, right after One Day More. No, 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 no. no. It's, it was after Superior Spider yeah. Man, even. Yeah. Like it was I can go dig it yeah. out. It would have been hmm. four. No. Yeah, let me see no, if I still got the No, it was just a couple years open. ago because I remember not caring about Gibbon at all. What am I thinking of then? Craven's Last Hunt? No, no. There was like, they they did like this series of Spider-Man versus his villains individually. Craven, the Lizard. That's Dark not Hunted. Because Hunted, oh, okay. Hunted was Craven's big thing. Like, okay. It was just him. It was, well, I mean, he's the big bad uh, behind all of it. Was Hunted. His kids, too. And his kids. Because they were uh, I think I know what refreshing about. the legacy of him because he had failed so many times. What am I thinking about? I have no clue. This is Volume the, 5 had Amazing Spider-Man, Volume mm-hmm. 5, the Hunted series, but I'm not okay. sure the year yet. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, like the Gibbon, I hated, I, the rest of the Hunted story, like it was fine. Then they killed the Gibbon, like, oh, I don't know who this character is, no big deal. Then they did the dot H-U issue, that was all him. Like, then you're sad. I was sad because I actually care about the character. For a, one book to give me, like, okay, the full arc of this person, and maybe care about it, like, oh, and then he dies, a heroic death, even though he was a villain by all intents. Yeah. Like, this is actually a really good story. And 2018. 2018, yeah. yeah. I'm not, I'm thinking of something else completely. But yeah, I mean, that's another D-list that, well, I mean, people always die and come back in comics. Will this guy come back? Probably uh, not. Probably not. But that was like. <laughs> maybe if they accidentally forget. Oh, right. wait, he was dead. <laughs> uh, clone, it's fine. Um, but yeah, that, that's, when a story does that, I really like, yes, like, I don't care anymore, but I do care now. I want to see more of this character now, but you already killed him. Crap. That sort of thing. Uh, moving on, I'll go with the next, the first one on my list, uh, which is Nova, specifically Sam Alexander. Uh, is that he, the kid? He is the kid Nova. Um, I don't really, I, I've read a few of his single things. It's okay. But going back to the argument of putting up with the team, I really dug it when they put him with the champions. Mm-hmm. It was him, uh, Kamala Khan, and Cyclops. She-Vision. She-Vision. The kid Vision. Time, dis- time Displaced. Oh. Uh, Cyclops was in it, was the leader of it oh, as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. Um, it was like, oh, a bunch of these Miles kids. was in it? I don't think he was uh, in it. Maybe as like a guest star, but I, I don't think, think consistently. I think that might have been before Miles went to the main comics universe still. Yeah. Um, what was the name of it? It was The Champions. Oh, yeah, The Champions. Um, but he... I feel like we're missing... I, there was a Hawkeye. Uh, was maybe that Kate Bishop? Kate? I don't think she was mm. in that. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, um, but anyway, Sam Alexander... The Nova Corps and the comics have been, you know, they were this Green Lantern, this whole, you know, yeah. intergalactic mm-hmm. space. They were a direct copy of the Lantern. Yeah, War. they're Marvel's space but, cops. But they had a helmet that had their, given them their powers instead of a ring, which I kind of like a little bit better because it actually has like heads up displays and everything like that. And like a radio, radio sequence inside other than, oh, they just know. Amadeus Cho was the Hulk in That's that That's right, yeah. Um, and the whole Nova Corps is dead. And all of a sudden, Sam is, they're moving out of the house or whatever. They find, he finds this old helmet. He starts messing with it, turns it on, and, hello, uh, Nova. And he's like, wait, what? And he finds out his, his absentee dad was a Nova Corps, the Nova Corps member. He died doing something. I don't know what. 
But, oh, this is why he was never around when I was being raised up as a kid, because he was out in space being a hero. That and, makes so much more sense now. And his helmet was kind of busted. They ended up fixing it and, like, were able to actually connect to the remaining Nova Core itself. Like, oh, crap, you're not just by yourself anymore. His Wi-Fi antenna was broken. More or less. Yeah. Um, and it's just a cool character to see a new character that has an old name, but the old name wasn't doing anything, really. Mm-hmm. They, uh, I forget what the original main Nova's name was. Um, was that Richard Ryder? Was that Nova? I thought Maybe. you just said his dad was somebody. No, his dad was a nobody, though. Oh, okay. There was the original Nova. His, his dad was a D-lister. <laughs> I mean, sort of, yeah. Yeah, Rich Ryder. <laughs> Rich Ryder was the main, what we would know as the Nova main Nova guy. And, yeah, they've been all dead for a long time. So, hey, let's bring back the Novas. With just this kid, and instead of having him be a part of a team, have him be the only one of that of that force, so to speak. Oh, sure. And yeah. isolate him, and, and then, of course, being with the team and all that. And it was really cool to see him have that power and figure out what can he do. Like, should I establish a new Nova Corps then? Should I bring that back? What I'm just like a kid, though. I, sure. What can I do? And it was cool to see. It reminds me a lot of young Peter Parker balancing the superhero life and his per- private life and a whole bunch of that stuff. So when they added a little bit of like the angst of teenagerness, right. It fit really well in the book. I remember reading it through, um, what was that story arc where they got the powers like superfied mirror, uh, black mirror, the black the, vortex, vortex the, mirror. It was something mirror. Whatever. It wasn't Black Mirror because that's the Netflix show. Oh, yeah. Uh, it was a smear that would, uh, like, super enhance their pe- uh, abilities. I think it led him right into, was that Axis? There was another big event where, like, Archangel had taken it. Gamora had taken it. They had accepted the powers from the mirror. I can't think of it. <clears throat> but um, I read it through that. Black Black, Black Vortex. Black Vortex. It's Black Vortex, yeah. And um, I just remember enjoying young Scott, because uh, the X-Men have always been a, a favorite of mine, uh, and even getting to know some of these characters, Kamala Khan, I hadn't heard of until then. Uh, Miles, I didn't know a whole lot about anything, even Vision, and even I was, I didn't know much of any of them, and it worked. Well, and this ambi- or this iteration of the champions was, hey, the Avengers are doing their thing. But a lot of stuff is falling between the cracks. Mm-hmm. Like, they are there to fight the big, you know, world dangerous things. It is up to us to actually build up, you know, recover the people, save the people, stop the villains without destroying the city. Like, yeah, you saved the world, but you just destroyed this whole city block. Because you're just thinking, bad guy punch, not, okay, bad guy get away from the rest of the civilians, then punch. And that's what they were working on, is the, we can do this a better way. And then they've since changed champions it is what it is now but it's different and they've gone through their own like registration act yeah they have the kamala's, law. the kamala's law that they have going right now which is yeah the minors of the superhero registration act like hey if you're under 18 you should not be a superhero but if you are going to be then we'll partner you up with an established superhero to be trained blah 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 and of course like well but there are five kids to one adult so all these superheroes aren't getting training still so, what's the deal? Training programs are deal? hard. What's the deal? Yeah. 
So yeah, that's Nova. Um, we'll just do one this time. So Adrian, what is your one? Because I see the time. Word. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I had a few of them, uh, like <laughs> Me too. Girl and Hercules. And well, we can, we can do rapid fire when okay. we're done with this. Um, Give us your last real one. This though. was one that I met back in the early '90s. It was kind of an odd story because he guest starred originally in Spider-Man, and. Uh, it was during that kind of 90s sci-fi where technology and science was very magical, right? So In the year 2020, <laughs> we'll have flying cars. Right. Um, they exist. They're just not practical. <laughs> Everyone will have one. It'll be the Jetsons. Yeah. Um, it was this guy. I think he had lost his legs um, in battle, obviously. And... Um, Obviously. he had like this almost like a like a black hawk amulet that it held the technology and the science that he could just think through a bunch of databases that this company had all these prototypes and he could create these tools and a suit um green lantern kind of right <laughs> and it's it was really cool the concept was cool back in the 90s but obviously it would not have evolved well um, and I just remember him guest starring in Spider-Man and then he had his own little five issue run story. Um, but you could the, remember his name. I can't remember. I just remember. <laughs> oh, have I not said it? Annex? Yeah. You, oh, you, yeah. Said, you actually never said his name. <laughs> oh, sorry. There's another icon. I, I, I didn't catch it either. Um, I was like, okay, who is, he would who is this He would just add stuff to his body as needed. Oh, he annexed it. And I exactly. See. Exactly. Uh, it was just one of those like. It made Doc Ock look logical. You know, like, oh, he's got these arms that are surgically attached to him. But Annex made less logical sense. Like, it was trying to meet reality with fantasy, and it just didn't work out the best. I'm thinking of, is it Katamari, where they, like, roll and just pick everything up? Uh, uh, Yeah, that was a game that they did. (laughs) You just eventually roll up the universe. You were making new planets and stars by rolling up garbage. But yeah, that was. He's Katamari. Uh, I think we could have had something really cool with him, but it just—I think he was ahead of his time. He needed to keep rolling. That—that's that, how he doesn't roll. <laughs> All right, so rapid fire of other ones that are on our list. Uh, Adrian, I know you, you mentioned some of them. You want to mention just uh, Squirrel Girl, Silver Sable. Uh, oh yeah, Wendigo. He was a big uh, Wolverine villain. Um, and Banshee and Pyro were always a, a fan favorite of mine. Right. Just to. Control fire and sound with Banshee. Mm-hmm. He would scream and fly and off fly of off fast. of his screaming sound waves. <laughs> but, he but no one, himself. But no one else would fly off of him. It was just, yeah, him, just him. Just him. Because he, yeah, it's comics. So and that's okay. And his wings had to be striped, black and yellow, black and yellow. I don't know if they had to be as much they, as that was just. They his. always were. Even in Age of Apocalypse, he but, had the the stripey. But wings. I'm saying it's not like it's a it's not like a. A piece of function of why they did like, No, they're purely designed. If it's in them. a what if story, maybe it must be. Yeah, maybe it's the frequency. Like light has a frequency too, so maybe that's the color that emits. Maybe <laughs> I'll say. I mean, it's all comic books. So yeah, right. Uh, Laura, what are some rapid fire ones on your list? Um, I was thinking about the superior foes of Spider-Man that Nick Spencer wrote in around 2013. That was kind of a whole conglomeration of D-listers led by 
Boomerang, Fred, Fred Myers, who later also became Spider-Man's roommate in a weird turn of events. And he was leading the... Oh, now I forget what they were. They were supposed to be like the... A, a version of the Sinister Six. But, but there they, were only five of them. Yeah, they always only had five of them. It was like Shocker, the female Beetle. Um, shoot, let me remember who these guys are. Oh, yeah. I, I know. They're all right here. There's a, there's a guy on roller, roller skates. Oh, Overdrive and Speed Demon. Speed Demon. That's the one that's on roller skates. Yeah, and another person that I thought of as kind of a C-lister that's a friend. Because at first when you... When I think of these lists, I always think of the villains as listed, not other, like, friendly characters. But the Beetle from Superior Foes actually got into a relationship with Robbie, or sorry. Yeah. Oh, I'm for Randy. Randy. Randy Robertson, who is Robbie Robertson's son. And Robbie, I always think of as, like, at least a B or A list character. Like, important to me, at least, in the Spider-Man comics. But his son, eh, not as important. But he got in a relationship with the Beatle and at the same time was roommates with Spider-Man, not knowing that he was Spider-Man, roommates with Peter Parker, I should say, and that Fred Myers as Boomerang. And, like, these three guys didn't... Well, Peter knew who everybody was, but not everybody else knew all the secret identities or who was sleeping with whom and all yeah. that. And, like, uh, it was a big triangle of mystery. The trapezoid of terror. Yeah. My favorite but, part was, it's the Sinister Six, but there's only five of us. Exactly. They'll always be guessing who our sixth member is. <laughs> I remember that line. The heroes will never know who the where the random sixth person will be, because there isn't one. But yeah, there there have been lots of recommendations of that Superior Foes run. Like, everyone that I've talked to has really loved all the comedy of it. Yeah. It, going back, it reminds me of, in sports, there's the Big Ten. Jared, you're the best one to know this all the like, oh, the Big Ten, but there's like 12 or 13 schools now. Like, yep. why is it still the Big Ten? Because that's what we're branded as. But it's not 10 anymore. Just change the name. Anyway, uh, Jared, rapid fire, who else is on your list? Um, I'm actually going to go just a little bit differently. Some of my favorite B-list characters that I think are now A-list characters. Mm. Um, I would go with Winter Soldier, Bucky. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's good. And one. he was a B-list character through I mean, and through until the Winter for, Soldier. He was dead yeah. for like 40 years. <laughs> um, I would consider Dick Grayson Robin as a B-list character. He was the quintessential sidekick, and he became Nightwing and the leader of the Teen Titans and just going forward from there. Yeah. Um, I would probably say um, <clears throat> uh, Captain Marvel. Would you probably say it or would you say it? Yeah, I don't know. Okay. I think he's saying it. Which one? There's uh, been a few. Shazam, Shazam. Oh, that one. Okay, because there's also I, Carol Danvers. Yeah, I kind of consider him a B-list, but he's been in the comics for a long time, see, and he's had his own movie. See, I'd also and, say Captain Marvel, uh, Carol Danvers, because she was Ms. Marvel, yeah. and even before that, yeah. she was just the damsel in distress for the original Captain Marvel. Right, so I think she was a B-list character who did become an A-list character Big she had time. a different name too. Mm-hmm. Other than Ms. Marvel, yeah, Captain Marvel. No, binary. Why is that oh, coming to mind? There's a that, handful. Yeah, of... because didn't that happen when Rogue stole her powers? I think that's in the uh, animated. That was yeah. definitely in the animated. But... Yeah, but still a name. But yeah. uh, another I feel one like was, she got uh, really angry and like couldn't control herself, and that's why she was called binary at that time. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, Jared. Keep, keeping <laughs> with time right. and stuff. Um, Harley Quinn. Right. I think she was a B character that turned... A lot of Bat villains, I think, were B characters that did turn into A characters. Um, 
I'll just kind of stop there. Yeah. There's many more. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that with the movie, too. Um, the the newest Penguin, I felt, was like a B-list character, but he's going to become an A eventually. I would have considered him an A, A-list character. Well, but in that well, I movie, didn't know though, who he was. In that, in that movie, movie, he was... Definitely. I mean, he was a, definitely. Yeah, in, in the comic world, Yeah, that and probably the old Adam West Batman kind of helps that along with him being an A-list character. Well, yeah, anywhere that you can plainly see oh yeah that's the penguin but in like the commercials for the batman movie i had no idea who that guy was until mm. i actually saw the movie and i was like oh it's the penguin oh okay yeah. yeah the rogue stealing powers was actually a thing in the 80s mm-hmm. not just in the uh right because comic because yeah. you mean not just the show because or the c- cartoon yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm sorry just, but, yeah not in the cartoon because yeah if you look at any of the 90s anime x-men animated series 90 percent of it was it's just from, from the, from the yeah. 80s but with the 90s costumes that they put on it because I, I remember growing up like oh yeah this happened right around the 90s the dark phoenix song. i'm like no that was in the 80s they're just there's different costumes because that's when they came out in the 90s and that's what the costumes they were wearing then uh that's a really cool suit it, she's like almost canadian basically <laughs> Uh, it's it's not a maple leaf. It's a star with like another star on it. But she looks like her hair's on fire, and it's she's the Canadian flag, only a star with a instead of a maple leaf. Uh, my rapid fire ones are Man Thing, which is Marvel's equivalent to Swamp Thing. Uh, oh yeah, except that uh it's just a different name. I it, the face is a little bit different. It has like three tendrils on the face instead of just more humanoid, but. One yeah. looks more Cthulhu-ish, yeah. That's Man Thing, does That's yeah. Man Thing. Uh, and those who know fear burn to the touch of Man Thing. That's his other thing. Like if you know of fear at all, if you fear anything at all, if you touch them, you'll burn because there's some acid that he secretes. Uh, it's eh, science-ish. He's a xenomorph from from aliens a, from a certain point of view. We'll go with that. Uh, and the other one is Stilt Man, and I'm which one? I'm counting. I'm counting all Stilt Mans. There's the original Stilt Man. <laughs> there's Lady Stilt Man. Then there's a Stilt Man that was a lady, but went by the name of Stilt Man because that's sexist to assume that she has to be called Lady Stilt Man just because she's a lady. She's going by the name Stilt Man. Stilt. That was, was her the frame pink. in the comic. That's, yeah, that, that's, that's exactly what she said. Yep. She's like, no, no. How dare you call me Lady Stilt Man just because I'm female? I'm Stilt Man. Dang it. No, like even in the speech bubble, it was like they, they, you know how they always give like raised lettering or whatever right. for the, the title editor- almost the, the whole thing was right. that yeah yeah so stilt man i mean all the stilt mans and and lady stilt mans of how the stilt humans because why what is the reason behind their their villainy okay well but the bank's on the second floor so if i need to no one will expect me to rob it through the window so i'll be on stilts that's basically what the power was yeah basically and like, all right, elongating legs, just my legs, not my arms, nope. not nothing, just just my legs. <laughs> like, Why didn't Doc Ock ever think of this? Uh, he, I, he didn't yeah. need to. The, <laughs> his arms and his, they worked as legs and arms. Also, <laughs> Doc Ock is more of a Spider-Man than Spider-Man, because he's got eight legs. So Truth. Spider-Man had an issue for a little well, while he's an where he had those He actually had multiple spider. issues. Yeah. Uh, oh, good point. Good point. But anyway, that is our rapid fire. Uh, we're going to move on to our picks of the week. Comic books that came out this week, Wednesday, June, or July 6th. It is July, folks. Um, what day is it? And 
Laura, I'm, I'm going to say sorry, but we're not going to let you have time to pick one because you didn't have time to read anything because I took them with me to work today. Can't I say ones that came out that I'm excited to read? Sure. Why don't you start off with that? that's why I started going through the list earlier. Um, Carnage 4, I think, yep. and whatever the Spider-Man number is. What if Miles, number five? No, there's another Spider-Man one because I don't give a crap about what Oh, if Amazing Miles. Spider-Man number five. There we go. That's the one. There is a, is a five in the Spider-Man either way. Uh... I'm just going to do one because of that's going so late today. Uh, my pick of the week. Actually, Jared, I'll let you pick first because I imagine we'll double dip either way on these. So which one? Is, what is your pick of the week, Jared? Put you on the spot. Uh, I've got two. <laughs> I know. Uh, chances are. Uh, okay, yes. chances are yeah, it's, it's going to be the I'll, same I'll, one. I'll, I'll okay. have the other one. Uh, Batman. Do you want to do Batman and I'll do the other one? No, you can do Batman. I'll, I'll mention the other one. Which is the other one? Patrick Todd. Oh. Well, I've no, it's got... it's not. Okay, so we've got some different ones here. Okay. Or Dark uh, Crisis. Those Dark are all Crisis number great. two was really good. Nightwing faces off against uh, uh, Deathstroke. Uh, a lot of good stuff in there. So I don't want to give any spoilers. So moving on. It's a, said, it's, a, it's a very action-packed issue. Yes. You said face-off, and I'm like, I, I thought of Nicolas Cage, and, and I'm like, wait, <laughs> He took his wait, face what? off? Yes. Do I have it? They switched uh, faces. He's fighting Deathstroke. <laughs> So uh, the other one is Batman 125. It's a new creative team. Um, it's Chip Zdarsky, and he did a good job. I really enjoyed this. And that's issue. the writer. Yeah, that's the writer. Uh, artist is Joe. Oh. I think Joe. Yeah. Joe Jimenez. Yep. Yep. Jimenez. Jimenez. It says J I M E N E Z. Jimenez. 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 <laughs> Anyway, but uh, we've got uh, team ups with Batman and Tim Drake Robin. He's no longer Red Robin. Uh, Um, Alex and I were talking about that. We didn't know exactly when that he stopped being Red Robin. I don't remember this one. Issue one twenty five. It could be this one, but I haven't really been following some of Tim Drake's stuff here recently. And I don't know when he stopped being Red Robin. So it could have been a year ago. I I have no idea. But. this was really good. I don't want to give any spoilers away. It's he's still um, instead of being a billionaire, he's still only a millionaire. Is that Captain America on that page? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I do want to and Ant Man tease because it's the second page. It looks like it's a dream. However, we see the three Jokers. Yes. The you mean the one from the book that shouldn't exist, but maybe it did kind of sort of because it's a black label only. That's the one. Maybe it yeah. is the real one. Yeah. That's the one. Now, it looks like this is a dream sequence, yes. so I don't know how legitimate it is, but it is T- DC continuities. Oh, no, there is more than one Joker. There are three of them still. Yes. So there's a lot of good stuff in here. Uh, decent amount of good. Batman villains show up. So I don't want to give any spoilers away. There is a uh, second part. It's a Catwoman. A backup story. Yeah, it's a backup story, but it's written by Chip Zdarsky, too. So we'll see where that goes. It was good. What about uh, Chip Zdarsky 1? What did he write? He wrote the Batman part. Oh, okay. <laughs> he was going with the Civil War in Civil War 2. Yeah, I caught that. <laughs> it's so, yeah, Chip Zdarsky, my... also not Chip Zdarsky Deuce. <laughs> and he did not drop a deuce on this Batman yeah. issue. It was good. So, yeah, those are my two picks. We'll go with that. Uh, and my pick of the week is There's Something Wrong with Patrick Todd. Uh, my only problem with this issue is I'll, it's because be, he has two first it's names. It's going to be very difficult for me to remember the name of the book because it is There's Something Wrong with 
Patrick Todd. It just seems very I generic of a name. Didn't even catch that. I just thought it was called Patrick Todd. Yeah, and that's it's like eh. so. If someone says, "Hey, add that book to me for my pull list," like okay, okay, Comic Hub, bear with me. You, yeah, how did you write this in there? Did you just write it down as Patrick Todd, or did you, everybody's going to be like, "Hey, can you pull Patrick Todd for me?" Right, oh, that's or dirty. did you do the the apostrophe for the, for the theirs, or did you do it without the theirs? Comic there is right, uh, <laughs> but this is a story. It starts with a guy robbing a bank and saying, "Hey, uh, I'm sorry, but don't slip me the pink dye, the purple dye that you know when they slip the money, like so it explodes the mark, the stolen bills, blah blah mm-hmm. blah." And you find out this guy is not acting of his own free will. No, uh, he's acting by the will of there's something Todd. of the Patrick Todd. The, there's something wrong with him, and. It's a weird brainwashy. He kind of reminds me of Purple Man, actually. Yes, because that's what I thought. He's she's using him to do her bidding, but he's, she's... he's using him to use to do his own bidding because he's manipulating a guy to right. rob the bank. Right. And but this kid, there's something wrong with his family. Looks like his mom is in a psych ward with her brain completely scrambled. His dad is nowhere to be seen. He keeps saying, "Oh, he's at work." I'm yes. telling you, he's at work. He's at work. Uh, but his father's like not around. Yeah, the father's not around at all. So he's paying the medical bills by having this other guy rob a bank. And he's not just saying, hey, random person, rob this bank for me. He's like, no, no, I know you're a bad dude. I'm going to make you do this and then confess to robbing the bank and these other bad things you've done as well. So he, it's like, hey, I robbed this bank because I'm blah, blah, blah. So it's interesting to see that. And then we have another point of view where the cops trying to interview the guy that robbed the bank and seeing there's a string of other people that were doing similar things. Why? What's the connection between all these people? Because their stories are very similar. And it's very interesting, supernaturally uh, magical. Yeah, um, but uh, when Patrick tells the, the guy, uh, forget co- about me completely, when the police officer is asking him about it and they're putting the pieces together – He's like, um, his face. He said, forget, forget his face. And then he like collapses completely. He like has an aneurysm. Yeah. Because he was trying to break right. the spell, but there was a trap within it. But it's very interesting to see where it's going to go. Um, I'm, I'm curious. I'm hooked on it. So I, I've subscribed to it. And that is, there is something wrong with Patrick Todd. Yeah. The ending. They introduce a yeah, actual a new, villain. And it's a new, it's a villain. It's somebody I would assume it's, there's other people like this, Patrick. Right. And this guy's killing them. That's so, kind of the impression we'll where, I'm getting. We'll, we'll see where it goes. Um, I wasn't expecting the ending. I was. It, I it, it ranked, it went from zero to 60 very fast. Yes. Hand, yes. Which I'm curious to see if, okay, are they going to dial it back or are they going to keep it at that high right. pace? I hope they dial it back and just keep teasing yeah. that. Yeah. Keep teasing that. That should be a slow burn. Yeah. So. All right, and Adrian, what is your pick of the week that came out this week? Uh, I went with two. Um, I'm really enjoying the the mystery in Captain America, Sentinel of uh, Liberty. And uh, the art is still very attractive with DC versus vampires. It's a simple, straightforward vampire book, so there's nothing really great. But uh, I'm not used to Cap trying to figure stuff out. Like you're going to say Cap kind of being like a, a vampire or something. <laughs> Uh, so that's why those two are my picks of the week. Um, yeah, they just kind of did something really interesting, and uh, I'm kind of excited to see where it goes. All right. Uh, so th- those are our picks of the, the week of Ooh, Wednesday, what was July 6th. my not pick this week? Remember I told you about that book that I'm not reading? 
uh, the closet. The closet by Tinian, James Tinian. It looked good. Like I flipped through it, but it, it's one of those like you don't drama deal with, horror that I don't do. You don't deal with supernatural, and it's mm-hmm. very supernatural. Yeah, yeah. But I know people out there who would really like it. And and it's only a three issue miniseries. Okay, oh, yeah. that was gonna be my question. I knew it was short, but I wasn't sure how short. Yep. Uh, so yeah. Now we'll move on to the book club section. Uh, we're going to talk about Civil War and how Jared was wrong. That is uh, my only but, note. Civil War dash Jared's wrong. Uh, if you uh, don't we'll want see. spoilers on the Civil War book or you're wrong for some reason, we'll talk, uh, <laughs> next week we will talk about – we didn't really talk about this before the podcast. So I'm I was going to say I have no idea what we're supposed to read for next I'm week. Gonna do Me neither. A, I'm going to take an executive decision and say – uh, because Batman number 125 came out this week, no. we will talk about Batman Fortnite okay. Zero Point is what we're talking about next okay. week. So it's a Batman Fortnite cro- tie-in, and that's what we'll talk about next week when Adrian's not here and Laura should be here, barring anything changing. Uh, so, Civil War. Uh, Adrian, you said that Jared is wrong. So, because... first of all, Jared, okay. start your explain argument. Explain why you're wrong. Yes, explain why... <laughs> Explain okay. why we think that you are wrong. So I because we're so dumb. Closer, this, closer to the microphone. Sorry, sorry. I scooted back there. I'm too short. I mean, he, he didn't really want to talk about why he's wrong. The microphone has. There we go. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I can adjust things. Okay, so I'm going to preface this. This is a really good story. Did you reread it? Yes. Okay. All right. And I still, and still feel wrong. the same way. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I reread it and I'm like, no, he really is wrong. Yeah, I reread it. I was like, no, he's way wrong. <laughs> With the cut? Yeah. Yeah. Which yeah. is uh, funny because you kind there of is were one spot. I was like, well, maybe, maybe. No. Okay. So in what? Issue two or three? Issue two. Peter. Peter un- reveals, reveals he's, he is, is on Spider-Man's side. Well, okay. Oh, no, he's, he's, on on, back he's on Iron Man's side. Peter's sorry, on yes. his own side? Yeah, he's on his own side. Are, are we going to jump back? Yeah, we'll jump back. Okay, we're right. just getting we're to just my argument. Point. Okay. And they did it with a Fantastic Four, too. A little bit. But Spider-Man's my big big one so he's got the iron spider suit he's working with them um i will admit when uh spider-man or when uh fake thor kills um for goliath Goliath, thank you that spider-man's like dude this isn't what i signed up for and everything like Mm -hmm. that but it just kind of leaves it there at that there's no nothing in this main story but in the funeral in the funeral it's even said isn't Peter Parker acting very, very suspicious? Right, but it there's no build up. There's nothing. You have to read the Spider-Man story to see what happens. And then the next issue starts off with them fighting and him throwing Peter out the window. It just cuts to that. Yeah, I, will I say remember there are being hints. confused by that. Too. I will say there are hints in this that that's going to happen, but there's no build to that at all it's like okay you have to read the other issues of amazing spider-man to get this story but was it the amazing spider-man or was it uh one day more no it was amazing it It was was amazing amazing because it would be either amazing or just spider-man civil war if it was Mm, i think Uh, it was amazing because i think it was amazing once he's on the run that's when she gets shot right they're in hiding yeah that's 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 civil war yes so that's Um, after uh that's during the back and black story yeah um, I was okay with the Fantastic Four with oh, crap, uh, right. after uh, Goliath gets killed, uh, uh, Invisible Woman uses her force field to have them all escape, but it just felt a little off uh, when it opens up to her and her and uh, Johnny Storm flying away. Mm-hmm. 
You know, it's like, okay, what happened there? You know, what's going on? It just cuts to things. But you have to read all of the other Fantastic Four tie into this. See, to get that I full. didn't read it when when I first read this because I I started back with uh, Secret Invasion in that's, single that's issue. Where I started, and um, I went. I had to go back all the way to what disassembled Secret War to kind of catch and then read up yeah, to Secret Invasion yeah. to kind of catch up. So I got this, <clears throat> and I'm like, I'm I was okay with that. I'm not saying I dislike the story because of this. I'm saying that's my biggest complaint with it. Well, uh, going to the page where he does that, was, Peter lays it all out. Like, they give you the whole reason why he's it's like, there's nothing to discuss. I'm leaving the Avengers. Yes, there is some rebel you don't really see leading yes. up to battle. Doesn't really matter. Uh, the I don't have a problem working with for S.H.I.E.L.D. But locking heroes up in the negative zone, Cyber Bill, Cyborg killing Bill Foster like that? Come on. You're in over your head. Like, he's he has done in that two speech bubbles of enough exposition to say, this is why I'm leaving. I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give you that. Now, is, the, felt... is the full force there from the compared to the regular? No. But nothing will be because, again, this is a seven-issue series that needs to do a whole universe-wide yes. thing. This should have yeah. been a 12-issue series where they added some of that filler in. But do you really want to read a 12-issue story arc? I would. We do. Uh, we we're kind of nerds. We're kind of... We're seeing that with a couple other books where it's like... It's taking too long, mind you. Yes, some of them are taking these weird breaks. The one that's but coming to mind is the DC, the Justice League, and Watchmen one. They yeah. did the twelve issue, but it was like one issue every two to three months. But even still, like. twelve issue for a series—it's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. I'm going through that kind of right now. Uh, the last issue, issue six with uh, DC mm-hmm. vampires. I had to go back and realize, oh, crap, I didn't read issue five because I was like, what was going on? Yeah. I'm caught up. But yeah. it was one of those things that's I, – I, I see I I'm know. okay with being on issue seven of 12 for that. Yes. I am not look, uh, uh I'll say it like this, but I don't mean it like this. I'm not looking forward toward the next five issues. You'd rather it be done at that seven and be yeah. a, a breathing room. At a certain Do, point, it feels like even you're milking it, out a, a storyline. Yes. Does anyone remember how many tie-ins with Civil War there were? There was, like there a, was a bunch. bunch. No, there okay. was way more no, than three. No, 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 like no. three um, other I, I like, feel like even more than that. X-Men had their Wolverine? own. X, Wolverine had his own. Spider-Man had his own. Black Panther had his own. Fantastic Captain America Four. had his own. Yeah. Four um, Everyone that had a series going on Yeah. They had everything had their own. Um, yeah. That girl with the arm, uh, Misty Knight. <laughs> There's a lot of girls with <laughs> yeah, arms. Yeah, Misty Knight. Sorry, the the special arm. The heroes for hire. Yeah, the for hire yeah, those people. Yeah, but yeah. but I and I totally can understand where you guys think I'm wrong. But I think that this just jumps from place to place can so you make much. Sure you edit that. I can edit that out. Where I'm edit wrong. that out. Yeah. I understand where you guys think I'm wrong. <laughs> I don't think I'm wrong. Just yeah, because I it agree with so much. Hey, man. There. Whose side are you on? Exactly. Jared. It says on the back of the book. Well, and I think the biggest <laughs> thing with this argument is if you want to read the story, read this. Now, if you want to read the detailed minutia, then you can pick whatever character you care and about. I think that that's point. what I because, want to see because there's more to it. But the problem with that is the quality is not even across the board. Oh, no. Because yeah. the Spider-Man's no, quality was not. really good, but then you get like... Misty Knight. The, the Heroes for Hire was that not sucked. that good. So if someone says, hey. And the Wolverine wasn't that good. If someone comes in like, hey, Crossover event, cool. I'll read everything that's Civil War. Are you sure? Because Don't that's like it. 70 different titles. Yes. Mm-hmm. We had that I, a couple years ago when someone read 
Uh, oh, King in Black. Well, I mean, yes, no. That's not <laughs> what I'm talking about. Whereas a newer customer, they came in like, hey, I want to buy everything of that story. Nothing had come out. They just read, they heard about the previews of it. Like, I want to read this entire crossover. And we're like, are you sure? Uh, There's like 30 issues that's just solicited for this one month. And it might have been Empire or something like that. Like, are you, I know it was a big Marvel thing. Like, they wanted everything, everything. Like, dude, you need to. I'm just staring at you blankly. I can't, yeah, I can't think of. It was recent in the last yeah. two years. Well, last th- three years. Yeah. Because we'll count the blip. Yeah. Um, I just. Maybe part of it is that that felt like such a huge, important moment to in you. Civil War. Well, and to you. And to me, yeah. Maybe. I mean, well, and that, and that was a, and the problem was that was a good story arc. But how for every one good story arc is, all right, do we remember any of the Fantastic Four stuff? No. Not Did it really. Happen? It happened, yeah, yeah, but do I really care? No. With right. what you just said, though, considering... His importance, as, as far as level yeah. of who he is as Spider Man, why wouldn't that in be switching in sides? I say don't it. agree with you. Oh, I don't say agree it. with you. Say I it. don't agree with you, but I do agree that we could have gotten more in, yes. in the main yes. and I'm Civil not War saying book. add all what everything what they did in Amazing Spider Man into this. But no, I'm saying only because he's they Spider-Man. should have touched base more onto that stuff and i would say and i would agree and i would say they should have added more of the fantastic four stuff in the here bigger too. betrayal was susan versus peter leaving. yeah peter okay yes we're friends you're leaving my team it is what it is but sue storm you're my wife you're betraying me not only are you going opposite yeah. sides but you're actively uh, stopping me yeah. from capturing everybody else that wasn't no, what she, she said did. though no, no, no she did when when goliath got killed no, no, no. they were about to go at it she sure. used her force field around the yeah the other but team. why because she disagreed, she's like, With "Okay, the killing." Yes, and everybody agreed that Thor, fake Thor, was not doing what it was supposed to be doing. Right, it malfunctioned. Right. Yes. So at a certain point, we get kind of um, a foreshadowing of what we're about to see Cap do at the end. Yeah. There is a line. Why are we fighting? Right. Why are we doing we're this? We're not fighting right? for the we're people. We're not anymore. trying to kill each other. We're actually trying to convince each other. Yeah. And so, and I, I actually really like that scene because you see her uh, with her force, like it's it's her front and center and she's her nose is bleeding. Because she, like she put so much force on herself to, to save pr- them. To protect them. Yeah. That's how strong Thor yeah. was. And it's like, or Sor, Sior, Cyborg Thor, whatever. Uh, yeah. So... I don't. I wouldn't call it betrayal. And even she says to 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 read, in the letter, I am not trying to stop you. I want you to see where you're wrong and make the fight stop. I'm just saying from that side as a point of view, like how much you're trading, you're betraying my side to go to the other side. That was more impactful of her leaving because not only did she leave her husband, she also went to her ex to get for help. Also, they sent her to go to Namor to say, "Hey, join this fight." Cap sent her. I wouldn't imagine that she's she still would've... she was still willing to go herself sure, though. Sure, so yeah. like that's still a level of betrayal. Like yes. everyone knows my were they ever together? Yeah, I don't remember them ever being. They yeah. were because they were together yeah, when they were when Reed and Sue were on the splits before when they had broken up. She had dated him for a little while too. Right, but it was. But even I mean, Namor even said himself like, "Really, you're coming to you're begging to your ex? No, no, don't say hey Namor. Say hey Namor." King of Atlantis because this is what we're doing. Right. We're doing a diplomatic thing. Mm-hmm. We're not but, doing a 
former lovers thing. Mm-hmm. Right. But it goes from that letter, you know, the, he, she's saying goodbye to the children as they sleep and leaving the note for Reed. Then the very next page of the – or the first page of the next issue is her and Johnny are in a scrap together and they're trying to get away. You know, it's like, wait, is she even part of the other team now? You know, there's just – it fills in the blanks Also, going up. back a bit, really, Human Torch got taken out by a beer bottle? Like, of all the things in the history yeah, of – He's still human. Yes, but he I'm saying – just turns into fire. Compared to the entire history of Fantastic Four – a beer bottle took him, yeah. put him in the hospital. No, right, no. he got knocked down, and, and then they beat the crap out of him. Still yeah. though, like that he seems was very... pretty well unconscious. I think if he was conscious and they're putting the boots to him, mm-hmm. eh, I'm just going to turn on fire. They're mm-hmm. going to stop kicking me. It just seems like you have such a so. mega level hero. Oh, right, done. They're like, all right, we'll just need to injure him just because. Right, I'm but not. How many times do we see other heroes where it's like, wait, you have a cybernetic arm, you have. Throw a couple you know, you throw eye, eye, lasers out of your eyes, but you can lift a car. You can run like the Flash. You can well, do even, whatever. It's like the, those things aren't even Cyclops. Cyclops, his power is just his eyes. That's what I'm How many times has he taken a million beatings and he's fine? But I'm saying we see that so many times, and then we see such a such a normal thing like oh, and a beer bottle, sure, out. Sure. Like oh, it seems so anticlimactic. Just the opposite of what. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But that's my okay. In in a nutshell, those are my complaints about this story. Is it the main seven issue story arc leaves things out that should be in this book? But the same point, I still say you you can't do that because maybe not the twelve issues like I said earlier. Because, I, yeah, I actually because want, if you wanted that Peter I, Parker as story, I'm thinking about that, I would probably agree with you. That, unless that you re-edited it a lot to trim the fat on the Amazing Spider-Man story of that time to fit that in. Mm, yeah. You're trimming a lot of stuff down that like, uh, okay, then who gets who gets editorial? Who gets yeah. what? Like, so Versus no, we'll just keep it its own separate thing like, I, as a companion. I don't disagree with that, but there should have been more into this because that I, was such a big Considering moment. the nature of the story, the hero versus hero, who's right and who's right, when you take a look at the book... It is fantastic because you just started to say it. They trimmed so much fat off of this. Right. It is, for what it is, it's pretty lean. Could they have gone 12 issues? Probably very easily. Yeah. Could they have made a past mistake like we recently got with with Ten of Swords? Probably. Yep. That went 26. 22. 22. 22 chapters. Yeah, that's too much. Yeah, there just need to be somewhere in between. Could they have they done it? Cut off a little too yeah, much. Maybe, sure. maybe if they would have just added an eighth issue and put more in, more context in sure. throughout the story. That sure. that could have been it. But I think action wise, and even dialogue, and even reasoning, because there are a lot of times when, when rereading this, I was like, oh yeah, Iron Man is right. Oh yeah, Cap is right. Oh crap, I'm wrong. Uh, what? <laughs> like, oh, like, I don't, like, even putting myself in this kind of a story, I don't know where I would stand. Because, yeah, registering and training heroes to be better at what they do is, 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 isn't a bad thing. But also, when you have a government who's able to tell you who the bad guys are, right. that is, that's a slippery right. slope, right. you know. That's, that could very quickly go against your own moral compass. Well, and that's why I did like the part at the end where, where Tony was like, hey, S.H.I.E.L.D. is the one that knows who all the identities are and who's in control of that list. 
just me because I trust these people. They're my friends. I trust them and they can trust them and me because I have that power. And I loved this frame. You're talking about the best ending for Tony right there. I'm talking this one for, for cap who is tackling him. The, the, the first civilians. respondents, the yeah. first responders, these are firemen, EMT, EMEs. There's EM- even a guy in the scrubs there. It's like a doctor. Right. Like it's, right. Saying, it's just at. civilians, like, not it's, supers. It's other heroes. It's it, everyday heroes. It's, it's not we the, the people. superheroes, right? It's we the people. It's the people that are stopping them saying, stop this. And so it's just really cool that they, they had him like, he needed to remember who he was fighting for. Right. And I think that's the other part that we get from, from Sue, where she doesn't change the definition of good and bad and good side or that side or anything. She just squishes it back into something that is actually, uh, it has a shape and has form and has order. Like, no, this is what we were out to do. And you crossed the line. Everyone was so focused on the trees. She looked at the forest yeah. at that point. Yeah. What was that? I don't know. I think that it was our washing machine somehow. Oh, okay. Oh, well. Like the sump one? pump. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, the takeaway is really just Jared still being wrong. Well, right? I, 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 think, no. I think the biggest thing with this is also look at when this came out. This was early 2000s. So that was when the comic book industry itself was changing from a monthly story to like these are going to be collected in volumes now. Yeah. So this was very much still in the month to month. stages of no, that. I was saying it's still written in the, you're going to consume this one month at a time and you'll have all the filler to fill in that details. And now collected in trade, well, that doesn't necessarily translate as well compared to stories now. They know it's going to be collected in trade forever. That's how most yeah. people are going to read it. And maybe that's, maybe that's my issue with it at that time. Because maybe I'm so used to the, the, trade reading everything in trade like if, even if you, the single issues like you said you had to go back into a couple issues you know it's that that narrative we're used to reading right. nowadays maybe that's what it is I, I think that is a big part of that at least because i mean yeah. we definitely notice it when reading back when you binge it all yeah it doesn't feel normal like compared to stuff written today this yeah. was a monthly release yeah that, oh. that's saying that's seven it took months a, it took a wait July to September, it jumped between issues three and four on release. Either way. Then November. That was still a slower thing versus how we read it all in one day. Mm -hmm. Then January. Another point. There were so many tie-ins that they they said, okay, we can do this every other month, but you're still getting heroes for hire. Right. You're still getting the uh, concurrent storyline as that goes on. So I I think that's part of it, too. Yeah how we read it now versus how it was written then. Right. Right. So anyway, one to five, one being awful, five being great. Jared, what would you say? I'd still go with four. It's still a great story. Those are just my complaints. I would give it a four as well, uh, but for a different reason, because it is dated compared to anything you read now. Uh, The way that is written as, like I said, a bingeable story versus a monthly-ish story. And just the where it fits in the Marvel Comics universe now, it doesn't line up to when it was then because like, oh, uh, what do you mean fake Thor? What happened to Thor? Like, everyone doesn't... Yeah, yeah. that confused me too. I, I forgot about Thor being dead during this timeline yes. or during this period of time. And uh, I loved how this thing started. It was basically the the C-list characters trying to... Or they're doing, they're doing a reality, reality show. They're doing the reality TV show and for better ratings, they need to fight some real villains instead yeah. of some random... And they Nobody. go up against some heavy hitters and they get blasted yeah 
literally. By yeah. Nitro, who basically nukes the area. Along with the school. Yep. Uh, Adrian, what would you give it? One to five? Uh, I'll still give it the five. Uh, there was... It, it's one of those books where... Fake Thor. Well, what happened with Thor? You know what? Who cares? It yeah, fits. it didn't matter. So this isn't a real Thor. That's why it killed yep. uh, Bill Foster. Well, what happened? Well, I remember thinking, wait a minute. Why, the, the conversation with Tony and, and, and Emma. And even those Sentinels there at the beginning, uh, uh, the Office of One, were the Office of National Emergency. Or whatever. The O&E, the Sentinels that were protecting the mutants. Yeah. Yeah, they were because they at were this guarding. point. And they were no piloted. They were piloted had. mutants or Sentinels also. They Correct. weren't just robots. They were humans inside. Correct. Because uh, this is post uh, no more mutants. So the mutants are an endangered species. And so the uh, the one, the Office of National Emergency, is uh, protecting an endangered species. But the mutants, the X-Men, obviously always look at Sentinels sideways because yeah. of what they are guys just like don't worry wolverine we're just doing our job right and we don't see wolverine in this at all yes too. at the beginning uh, he's the one who's one, complaining during, about one during the civil war itself though oh, yeah. like once it's been established because they even go to emma like nope yep we're sitting on the sidelines we're but, out but that's why we but don't the, see her because she's even like well, where were you when our children were dying on genosha right wait but, what happened in genosha but, i want to read that what i'm saying is there was a there was civil war x-men too to see what they're doing like this planted the seed of okay and read into this it did a lot of right. planting of seeds of read into this read into this read into this while you're waiting on this main story to go as well but you probably couldn't read those without this one though i bet you those side stories Make zero sense. It's going to be hard to... I think those are going to be harder to read if you don't read this. Versus Agreed. You can read this without reading a lot of those. Agreed. Mm-hmm. But yeah. if you read, okay, Civil War, Black Panther. Well, how's it Civil War? It's just him and Wakanda doing... Yeah, doing like, his thing. There's not really much going on there. Civil War, X-Men. They're not... How's this tie into the whole universe? Versus you need to have this first. Anyway, so Adrian gave it a five. Laura, what would you give it... I admit I haven't reread this in a while, so I'm a little rusty. But I still remember being upset again about Spider-Man. Like, I didn't feel like he was portrayed correctly. So I think I have to give it, like, a three. Because I don't think Spider-Man would have given up his identity that easily. And I've, I've always disliked that part of the story. That's fair. So... All right, so yeah, that is our review of Civil War and how Adrian and I are correct in saying that Jared is wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And again, next week we'll be talking about Batman Fortnite uh, Zero Point. Uh, moving on to the final section of the podcast, that is our Heroes of the Week, comic oh, book related crap. or otherwise. Hey, I warned you earlier that <laughs> you this did. was coming up. You did. Uh, Can't help you, son. Would anyone like to go first, Jared? I'll go first. Chip Zdarsky. He wrote a heck of a good <laughs> Batman story. Now, isn't he in Marvel, too? Like, he sounds really familiar. Uh, he's written a lot of things. Okay. Uh, yeah. What I know him best for is him and Matt Fraction wrote Sex Criminals. That was when I first learned of I bet that's it. Wh- okay. what he had done. Uh, he was also the writer of the public domain we talked about last week. Oh, yeah. He wrote, he wrote right. and drew that one. That's right. Uh, I'll go next. And I want to say my brother is my hero of the week because he let me borrow his uh, power washer and I was able to uh, power wash our front porch and part of our driveway until we ran out of gas. But I'll do the rest of that later. So thank you, Dana, for letting me borrow your power washer. Uh, who wants to go, Laura or Adrian? 
Uh, I'm I'm picking just creators in general. You uh, always go general. Yeah, well, um, I, I watched uh, Tron Legacy the other day with the kids, and the idea of Kevin Flynn creating something and wanting it to be meant only for good. He never wanted anything bad uh, to come out of it, and yet he gets clue and but he gets the isos and uh just what it could potentially mean for humanity uh and there have been other people like that gene roddenberry stan lee just these these timeless creators that have written themselves into history they have they are chiseled into the stone of of time right that we Mm -hmm. will never forget those names um so the the creators of, of things that help us give more perspective on on life. All right. And Laura, I think I'm going to go with my sister-in-law Nergul because I was traveling on vacation with her this past week and a half or so. And I did not know the language and had it not been for her, I wouldn't have been able to eat, find, uh, travel arrangements. Like I I would probably be dead. (laughs) I would not have survived vacation. You probably wouldn't have gone there either though, too. And that same point. point. Yeah. (laughs) You could have downloaded the thing on Google, the Google Translate. That way, even without an internet connection, you could download the trans the the language, and then it would be on your device. Does uh, it have Kazakh? Because that not, was a struggle yeah, I was I having too. Not all languages are in offline mode. There are only select ones you can download. Oh, I don't know. But yeah, anyway. I, I think it still would have been real rough. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that is this week's show. Uh, thank you everybody for listening. Um, We'll be back next week. Adrian will be off next week, but Laura will be here. Hopefully, because we're fighting again. Yeah, the fight, the the civil war is back on. Yeah, because Jared's right. That's right, Jared's right. (laughs) I'll be back to support Jared next week. There we go. Are you wrong about a Spider-Man book? Uh, Are you supporting Jared or are you supporting Spider-Man at that point? Anyway, we'll leave that. Goes hand in hand right now because I'm, you know, saying Spider-Man was wronged in this. Okay. In the multiverse, Jared probably is Spider-Man. There we go. In a, in a world of infinite possibilities, at some point he would uh, have a girlfriend. I am t- <laughs> aren't, 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 you, aren't you a little short for Spider-Man? Yeah. You, I know you're short for a stormtrooper. I am short for a stormtrooper. But anyway, we will see you all next time. You're not going to see anybody. Uh, we'll see you when you come into the store next time. There we go. I have nothing really funny to say. I got nothing. (laughs) That's every day.